0: so much yeah, yeah yeah it might even have been like a uh like those like penny sign-up clubs right where it's like oh man is yeah. gonna fuck my credit forever yeah. bmg
1: music yep yep yeah columbia yep, House. yep. <laughs> columbia 1000% knew those It was don't worry about it but i was like the kid that did worry about it i was like i'm absolutely worried about it Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 245 for your eardrums, guys. Do us a favor, please subscribe, leave five stars, tell a friend. Shoot us an email at it may be sports podcast at gmail.com. I'm brand with me as always. Fuck around and find out. Most awesome,
0: <laughs> <laughs> fuck around. Uh, coming in if do you, you want to f- find out, if you want to fuck around at a level of to seven, find, you're gonna find
1: out. It's a graph. So it's correlated. So you have to find your find out line. And then that's how you find out.
0: You fuck around Just line.
1: exactly how much you need to fuck around yeah. to get to your find out. That's, that's great. The, variable.
0: the guy is like the, that guy in that meme is like the perfect, the perfect guy, for the unassuming, like.
1: He is. It's pretty fun. He tries a little too hard to mm-hmm. hide the fuck um fuck around yeah on the on the x-axis it's like all right yep. I, I see what you're doing like you get it it'd be funnier i think if he just came look at this i'm already giving notes if he just came out with the fuck around there and he treated it like it was the actual math like if it's just there it's mm. just like so what we want to do is like you, you got your variables right here you have your find out and you have your fuck around and you need to see proportionally how to get them
0: mm-hmm.
1: equal mm-hmm. that's my if you're
0: answer. if you're solving for fuck around you first have to find out
1: <laughs> figure out how many find outs you can fit in one single fuck around how are you doing bro I'm good. bro. What is that?
0: You know what? I actually I take wow. that back. Oh no, I'm good. I'm oh. good. I'm a little frustrated. B, mm. I, I'm I'm tired of people driving. It's it. It's over. Yep. I'm done with this. Yeah, Elon, where's the self driving cars, bro? Listen up. I know you got Twitter and all this stuff that's going on here. Stop fucking around and find out how to get self driving cars. Do this because I uh, need this, up? man.
2: Because here's a the deal. Going here's on or something? A, no, no, no. Yeah. I just
0: I was driving extra today and yeah. uh was was uh, first off i got bold i didn't realize it was an un, unmarked police car fucking around at a left turn arrow i gave him a hella honk because i was getting annoyed because oh. the the left turn arrow has now become the bane of my existence i yeah. i don't like people screwing around and dicking around i get caught way too many on these i'm blowing through them police be warned i'm le- i'm just i'm running them if it's clear oh. i'm going through them
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think Adam Corolla has a thing on this. Yes, where it's Adam. Like, yes. Yeah, it should be like a, it should be a yield or it should be treated like a stop sign.
0: If yep. it's... And I 100% am I into my subdivision. There is one. It takes forever. I do not wait. But I did blow the horn at a cop when I realized when then he turned. And I saw the little like thing on the side, the little like side mirror, like flashlight thing. And I was like, oh, boy, uh, yeah, that was a cop yeah. that I just honked at. But well, that's fine. I'm sure he, he was like, thanks
1: thanks thanks for thanks helping citizen me out. yeah <laughs>
0: and that's love
1: being corrected
0: oh man i did have a thing if he like pulled me over but like you can't prove that i honked cannot prove that i honked oh
1: that's what that's what you're going with the great, that's that the was prove my it theory
0: prove mm-hmm. it theory in the in the legal proceedings Flawless. of exactly <laughs> so then i'm driving in the i'm I'm racing home i gotta get dinner this is my my per I go stop at the grocery store right by the house pick up mm-hmm. something to eat You know, meat-wise, you know, we've got all the other stuff for the kids. But, you know, the protein so it doesn't doesn't spoil in the fridge because we forget about it. So, swinging by. And I'm going through, traditionally, the right north and south in the parking lot. Some fucking asshole just is careening across lane after lane, parking spot after parking spot, going perpendicular to my parallel and doesn't Uh see me. I'm not a horn guy, B. But today, this afternoon, I was. Mm -hmm. So, I fucking... I, I... Laid on the horn,
1: and he is stopped. This after, is this after the light incident? Is,
0: this is post cop. So I'm all. I'm oh, all you got up. you
1: got like a you got a Michael Douglas falling down situation going I on. Do. It's <laughs> very just close. Like the two by fours
0: in the back seat. I'm ready to fucking roll. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's making society correct. Exactly just one at a time. And so then he,
0: this dude, get like looks at me at with like great disdain, as if I'm out of line for honking at him. He had no idea I was coming. And I wasn't mm-hmm. stopping my momentum for him, but I did need him to know and recognize that he was in the wrong. And then hammers me with the finger, just oh. boom, right up there looking at me. And I'm like, all right, guy, this is all right. I, you know, no, I'm not, the, no, I'm not going to be falling down Michael Douglas and then get out of the vehicle and pretend and start to, you know, to, to whoop on that ass. I was not going to be that guy, but I, I, yeah, for I admit it, yeah, but it ran yeah, through my can... mind.
1: That's good. Yeah. I mean, like you have a family and everything like that's just kind of the I don't like a trigger for me is fake tough guys. And then also like hiding Mm -hmm. in a car and doing a bunch of stuff inside of a car that you would never do, like standing right in front of me like that shit drives me crazy. So I might have gotten out of my car just to see what the score was, because they they went on the fuck around axis and I need to show up with my find out equivalent. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. 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 He
0: was somewhere right about a five, six.
1: Uh well I'm proud of you and for saying Yeah,
0: exactly. Well and then that's the thing is it does run through my mind. Plus Indiana has very loose uh uh gun, <laughs> your, gun laws. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exa- exa- yeah. uh, but also too and then it's like well it would fuck up dinner. I tell you that much. It Could be real real weird Daddy gets into a fight just before dinner.
1: There is. I mean, because there's no great outcomes. Like, you either no. pull him out of his car and whip his ass. And so then you got a meeting go to, or you got to explain why <laughs> the steak is on your eye and not in the skillet. Right. Like, yeah,
0: exactly. 100%. 100%. Restraint.
1: Well, uh, you are matured up, guys. You're going to want to blare on that horn and clear the way for episode 245, mm-hmm. guys, because it's coming. Right at you. It ain't looking who's parking where it don't give a shit. It's just going cruise a solid 35 miles hour through the parking lot. Guys, we're doing rip from the headlines. We're doing NFL football week 13. We're gonna do below the fold, TCU's fourth and goal attempt in mm. at OT. Master Domus gonna do Odell Beckham Jr.'s future. Gonna do the uh gonna hit the inbox Neapolitan showdown. We're doing worst questions to be asked on the first date got that email or email from the email or the pod and stacy's been on the pod before I think we'll have fun with that and we're going to finish as we always do it with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're up our... oh. it starts now
2: extra extra read all about it i'm talking front page story all over the world it shook up men women boys and girls the headlines there if you want to be rich then you better make sure
1: you oh, right from the headline NFL week 13 why are we talking about that this week brother
0: playoffs playoff scenarios really starting to come into fold a little bit They're shaking. uh fantasy football season's almost on the on the completion as well too thank, so, god. thank god I'm done
1: I'm just done I'm done with fans. I'm out just <laughs> out 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 the league we can't talk about tied for first, like probably not going to make the playoffs. It's it's insane. It brings nothing but pain. It's been, you know, like if you're just in a relationship and it just brings you nothing but heartache, and I know this is like the corny take, but eventually like it's almost you have to be the more mature one to be like, this brings me nothing but misery. I have to step out. I don't know. This would be easy. What percentage of guys do you think are still in the league because of just the camaraderie? Yeah, the hang. In in just in globally
0: or in the league that shall not be named or, uh, yeah, or just in general, uh, the,
1: maybe the league that can't be named. Um,
0: well, I know one for sure. He's been on the podcast. I mean, <laughs> make him so one of one, yeah, one, two of 14. Clear. So, yes. uh, yeah, I mean, I would say there's probably like a solid there I would say in any league, if you're over yeah. a certain age, if you're in your mid 30s and older, there's probably like, uh, 30% camaraderie rate I, I I'd say that's pretty fair
1: 30% in they're just for the hang
0: yeah just for the hang just bullshitting because it's something that we already do and I don't want to be the guy that that pulls out and then like essentially use the like in some leagues I like for example like I know like some guys that are older than than us that like it is pretty much like they like it's the it's the draft kind of like milling about and some guys like really just check out and a few guys don't really even care and then you know it's basically like oh shit the season's over you know that to that level and those i think those guys are like that's probably like 60 to 70 percent but no one wants to be the guy that's like well if i pull out the league crumbles
1: yeah, because you got an odd number, and I also I got to quit my bitching too, because that's not a fun hang. Like having just somebody in the league that's just like, I want to quit. Like this, uh, it's just like you don't know, bring that fucking rain cloud. Yeah, like Up in there, just. uh for the record, I'm not having a good time. I just <laughs> want that. <laughs> well, does, I remember like when I was like younger, I first moved to LA. Like I was bartending, I asked my bar manager. He was, you know, his early 40s, I think. I was just like, "Hey, do you play fancy football?" He's like, oh, "I don't have time for that." I was just like, "No, all right, everybody relax. We get it. Like you don't do it." But I kind of do, like, it is, like, it just kind of turns into this thing where you just don't, you know, I used to remember spending, and it's not like my time has changed that much. I mean, it has, but it's still, like, I remember spending probably, like, on Tuesdays, like, probably an hour and a half just fucking around with trades, trying to line shit up. That does not happen anymore. Mm -mm,
0: mm -mm. No, I fell asleep at at the High Rollers League. I fell asleep at the wheel and left uh, my Colts team defense in there, and I was like, oh, shit. And it was Thursday and I didn't even realize he was playing like, oh, shit, I need to do adjust that. So I've had I've had plenty of moments where I have just been derelict in, in my duty and been like, oh, probably should have gotten that guy out or yeah, that guy is listed out. I probably should move him to the IR, but it's too late now. You know, Thursday games really fuck me in that respect.
1: Yeah, I was kind of the overall Thursday. I get that. Oh, well, let's get into fucking the actual yeah. league that takes place that we pay attention to. Uh, playoff pictures kind of taking place. Let's look at one. So Lions beat the Jaguars forty to fourteen. The Lions have won four out of their last five. What has changed about this Lions team?
0: The defense, quite honestly, I mean, the defense is making plays, getting stops. I mean, they're just not like a total sieve. The offense uh, with the Lions, I mean, they did hit a little bit of a lull uh kind of in that like oh shit should we just be looking to the future um getting blanked by the the pats comes to mind and in that in that kind of like week seven eight nine somewhere in there yeah. um but really what it is is the offense started clicking again and and now they've they've gotten um a little bit more stout defensively they're not you know they're not posting shutouts but at the same time they're also kind of in like a bend don't break mode you know giving up two TDs to the the Jags which was You know, a little, you know, unexpected gem in this season as well, too.
1: Uh, you know, pretty good. So overall, were you thinking, are they a lot closer than you expected them to end up right now at the end of the year? Like at the beginning of the year, you know, it feels like you know, this was supposed to be probably slightly above 500 season. I think most of the people the an optimistic Mm -hmm. Lions fan would look at. And Mm -hmm. it was looking a little hopeless, like you know, that um probably that Seahawks Lions game, maybe a little later than that too, where it's just like, okay, well, you know, they had that heartbreaking loss to the, the Vikings in the fourth quarter the too. And it kind of, yeah, it kind of felt just like, oh, maybe this line, it's just Lions being lying again. Do we feel now that we have like that momentum going in the right direction again?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I would say cool. definitely like, I mean, they're, they, they just feel like way more confident. I, I, you know, when, when things are rolling, Dan Campbell is like making good decisions you know what I mean, and 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 like that came against uh the Jags. I mean, we didn't even punt once. You know what I mean. And the the Bills yeah, game, it was the first like
1: a, game in like six years, I think, that yeah. a team scored in every possession.
0: Yeah, and it was just like they were fucking rolling. And you know, the the even that Bills game, they played very strong. It the did? Bears game, they got bailed bailed out a little bit, but I mean, for fuck's sake, I mean, sometimes you just need to be a little bit better, you know, lucky than than good in some cases. And that that Bears game was that for sure, but. You know, I mean, they have to, if, if playoffs are in, in, in a shout uh, or at least in our Mabby dollars, I feel very confident that we can get two more, two more dubs and cash in on that, that four Mabby dollars. The
1: four, the first time we ever broke out the four
0: first time. Right. Exactly. Big, big, big moment, big moment. So we've got a lot riding on Vikings jets panthers bears Ooh, i like in the
1: bears Ooh, like in the panthers come oh, on yeah, you gotta, oh yeah you're gonna update us when we hit some of those all right yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll make we'll make this uh the month of michigan so just for the sake of the pod so people can keep track can you break down what it would take what needs to happen for these let's say it detroit lions to make it to the postseason oh um I did leave those
0: notes at home, but I'm going to go a little off of memory. Okay.
1: Oh, I think, yeah, I have, I have it here on the text. Like, oh, dude, well, let's start oh. with this. The Lies need to win out. They need to win out. I don't <laughs> so, think that, yeah, that, that's, that,
0: that's the end all be all. They got to they gotta they win out, out against the, the at Jets or, or, excuse me, home hosting the Vikes, which they are a favorite in this game.
1: They are, yeah. Which, which is, is
0: actually not insane. Just fair. Right. From an aesthetic looking standpoint, it is crazy. At Jets, at Panthers at jets could be a little on the tougher side, depending on what Mike white shows up Panthers yeah. uh, bears. And then at Packers, which, you know, they could all be in full on tank mode. That could be Jordan love central. And that could be a three pick game.
1: Yeah. They, um, yeah. This is definitely doable. Cause we're not looking, you know, uh, I mean, I think there's got, it. we're, we're not it, seeing any these AFC, AFC teams that you fear. What
0: else? Yeah. So, so we've got giants, Seahawks commanders and six, seven, eight. We're trying to get to the seventh spot. So basically I, I don't think it's tough to say that. I think the giants will finish somewhere in that three and two phase spot in the next five games sitting at mm-hmm. 10, six and one um, we need the Seahawks to go two and three, which seems possible because they have Carolina. So that's probably win 49ers chiefs jets, all vying for playoff Ooh, spots. Yeah. Right yeah. and still kind of in contention. It's still playoff seeding, potentially one seeds at at play going for there. that one seed.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Yep.
0: You know what I mean. So these are games, and then they have the Rams. So that's two and three. That gets us to that nine and eight spot, which means <clears throat> you need at minimum the football team to go two and two. And I think that they also see the Rams on their things. I mean, they that that tie that they had last week really kind of put a monkey wrench into the season a little bit. Lions do have the tiebreaker I think against them, but also, you know, strength of schedule is going to look a little weird and all that other stuff. But they have at they they have this week off. Giants they're hosting 49ers, Browns, Cowboys. A Cowboys game could be meaningless to them depending on how how the playoffs itch. you know, it really Philadelphia needs to <clears throat> If, if, if the Vikings lose and Philadelphia continues to win, that puts like a game distance between that first game, that first uh, number one seed playoff by first rounder. So it's like, I don't know if the Cowboys or the, the Vikings are going to have any juice in week 18 to make anything, you know, serious. So that could be an easy win for the, the, the commanders in, in week 18, the Browns not really sure what they're doing. 49ers still vying for a spot. Giants still vying for a spot. So, let's say they drop the next two, win the next two. That's two and two. That puts them at nine, seven, and one. And if the um, and if the Lions win out, that's ten wins right there. And I think that gets them in.
1: All right. Well, hopefully they don't just immediately lose to the Vikings on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Then, that's the a, then I just segment.
0: then guess <laughs> the audience that was yeah a few two if and a half minutes you never that never back. None of us went
1: <laughs> it. Uh, okay, sure. Dolphins at 49ers. Dolphins lose uh, 33 to 17. I, I got wiped out on my bets, like every bet I made was swinging a miss. I love the Dolphins in this game. I especially love them when Brock Purdy, mm. Mr. Irrelevant, last pick of the 2022 <laughs> draft, comes in and uh, looks pretty good in that, in a very decent Dolphins pass rush, but that, that just, that 49ers defense, I mean, they're really keeping alive the idea that how far can you go with just a defense that absolutely fucking dominates. And they got, you know, uh, to a you know, really started getting rhythm this year. You and I were wrong about him finally had kind of that off game, which thought it might be, I mean, just really got spooked after he threw that first interception, which is receiver. Uh, basically slipped and just gave away that interception comes, comes right back and then throws a pick like on his own territory. Just hmm. the game wasn't, uh, was a little closer than this, but it, it got out of control late, but it never really felt like Tua had the confidence back there to come back. Is this a sign of, you know, um, well, I would ask you this, but we don't have to go to the cliche to a question who makes it further in the postseason, dolphins or 49ers. Ooh, great
0: question. Um, Well, I mean, Jimmy G's foot is not totally fakakta. Right. So there's a possibility he comes back for a little bit of a playoff run. <clears throat> That's the case. I just like the 49ers in that instance a little bit better, just with the experience that they have. And like you said, just having a defense that will, you know, get after the quarterback. Bosa is a beast. Those guys are really playing for fucking keeps. Um so I like them with a the slight edge. Now, if if Garoppolo's gone, um, then I then I think I think I like the my, the Dolphins to have like a, a one win. I don't think. Do you think either of those teams are, you know, championship game level? I'm not saying Super Bowl, but just like a- AFC NFC level. Hey, you know, yeah,
1: it's a, yeah. The only thing that kind of makes it even, out, I think the 49ers can do it just because the the. The uh NFC, I mean it's been said a million times, is you know, so weak. It's looking like, you know, if they get the right half of the bracket, you'd have to think that, you know, the Buccaneers would have to go against if we're just doing division winners, if everybody advances with their home games, then the Bucs would probably play the Eagles, which gives the 49ers the Vikings, which right. you know, puts the 49ers there in the championship game. I just think that defense is so strong where the offense has a chance to catch up where you see with a lot of these other teams that, you know, don't have a strong offense and don't have a strong defense, like a Tennessee Titans team where they get behind by two scores and you're just like, well, this fucking game's over. Yeah. You know, or yeah. like, you know, like a commanders or something where like the <clears> offense, <throat> offense isn't as Cassis said, this defense just really feels like it's going to give you a shot. It's like the office can play with a little confidence, kind of take its time. So even with, you know, Purdy in there, to be honest, like I like the 49ers going for in the Dolphins
0: hmm interesting yeah so yeah i mean they would dolphins right now as it stood would get the ravens and then yeah hmm yeah i mean i do i do think like yeah there's a possibility for the dolphins in there i mean i I, the first year coaching always makes me a little bit nervous to like bet on that in the playoffs you know what Mm -hmm. i mean regular season a little bit different but in the playoffs i know it's kyle shanahan but he's still done
1: it before so yeah i like where you're at with the 49ers Yeah, I would say that, too. I mean, there is something to be said with just, like, the pedigree of the 49ers. And I don't know, like, really, over the last, like, four years, is there another team that just kind of has had a better postseason run than the 49ers? Like, maybe the Chiefs, maybe? But it'd be, like, Chiefs and 49ers are kind of the two...
0: Yeah, most consistent, Top top dogs, yeah. Yeah, you'd probably start to look at, like, the Titans in a weird sort of way. Like, they always kind of just shoot a division, but they always kind of, like...
1: To be heard a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, Let's take a look at those Chiefs at Bengals. Bengals win 27-24. Bengals look like a better team to me than Chiefs. Felt like it for Jump Street. I don't know why they bet against it. I think I got bullied from my chief friends on the text (laughs) thread doing it. But it really felt like the Chiefs had a score every time. And as soon as they couldn't do that, they wouldn't be able to catch back up, which is pretty much exactly what happened, except that the Bengals went for it on fourth. And mm-hmm. some, like, the you move, which would really put the Chiefs away, didn't get it, and that kind of opened up the door. And also, I feel like the Chiefs timed the end of the half right to get some points right at the end of the half to kind of yeah. even out the momentum on possession.
0: Yeah, and they've been – Chiefs have did been Bengals, good at doing that.
1: Yeah, Bengals feel like a better team to you?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you nailed it, I think it was two weeks ago or last week, about the red zone issue. Yeah. <clears throat> you came out there. You're spot on. Tony Romo was talking about it in-game game in that Bengals game.
1: Big MAB fan, Tony Romo.
0: He is. I mean, he clearly Romo gets a lot him. of his insight. And totally. like when they talk about all this stuff, they're like, oh, Tony Romo sees the game so well. And yeah, I would like it if he was like, you know what? It stems a lot from the MAB Sports Podcast. It, it no. would give credit where that credit's due. Tony yeah, Romo. That would be decent. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it just like, just defensively they felt more complete. Obviously they have more options wide receiver uh wise. They lost Hayden Hurst. And I know it doesn't sound like that big of a deal, but Hayden Hurst has been playing pretty decent. It is enough of like uh and and Joe Mixon at that in in that respect too. Hurst got hurt in game. But those are like two other reliable options in an offense that was pretty much humming. And if you can't get a pass rush on Joe yeah. Burrow which that's another thing that I you know I haven't really dove into the, like the pass rush numbers for the Chiefs, but it either feels like it comes in waves. It's either like Chris Jones is is a wrecking ball and a force to be like you know controlled in the entire game, or we just don't ever hear their name. They just don't ever make plays.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, and there's just something like there's there's just there's boxes you have to check like mm-hmm. if you're going to make a championship run, and if you come in and you're playing a team that ranks their quarterback has been sacked the most over the past two seasons you need to record a sack that game yes like that and i know like i guess they technically have that one in the fourth quarter where burrow thought he was being smart by holding on to the ball and taking that loss to make it a longer field goal when he actually wasn't because it's was going to the two-minute warning regardless yeah
0: that was a dumb that was a dumb play that was a really dumb yeah play. that was a
1: that was like uh kind of outsmarting yourself like it was just yep. like overthink trying it. to overthink it yeah mm-hmm which makes it kind of look worse. Cause it's just like, Oh, you're not even, you know, you're not, you're not seeing the whole, the whole picture, but yeah, I mean, you know, you have to have that stuff. You know, if you come in there on a team, like a quarterback leads the league in interceptions, then, you know, you want to get an INT you want to feast on the weaknesses of your opponent. And the chiefs just weren't able to take advantage of that, which is super surprising. So if you give, you know, Joe cool, like all the time in the world, like those weapons, he's going to absolutely just pick you apart and move the ball down the field, which is absolutely what he did. Yeah,
0: for sure. Um, yeah, Chris Jones has ten sacks this year, but I I would love to look at like the breakdown. I'm the, I feel like there's like a couple like three sack games in there that you're like, okay, well that does you know the other games like what's he doing?
1: Yeah, um, okay, so that'll be interesting. So right now, Chiefs Bengals neutral field. You like the Bengals again? I I'd, I'd have to say
0: so. I mean, I think AFC so. Right championship now. Like... Game, and again, this game in Arrowhead or whatever the name is now like you have to like you have to say like whatever it is they've got their number a little bit you know what i mean they've they figured out the rubric to beat the chiefs and they have their number
1: yeah a little bit it just seemed like yeah they were able to keep you know joe burger like these that come back so last regular season comeback was a foot off the gas a little bit the the AFC Championship game come back. I mean, that just legit felt like, I like we talked about Mahomes, like just a very uncharacteristic performance from Mahomes in that second half. And, yes. you know, the last 30 seconds of that first half. This just looked like the Bengals have more weapons. Like, I'm not saying Joe Burrow's a better quarterback, but I'm saying, like, and he, you know, there was that, like, just devastating drop. Was it, I don't know, Higgins? No, it was like the tight end, right? Mm hmm on the Bengals side is that floater and it just hits him like it bounces off his fucking yeah. helmet. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah that was uh, insane. But yeah, there, there was like this, I, I don't want to call it a tightness, but if we really just going to armchair quarterback this thing and talk about Mahomes, there was just like this, uh, it wasn't quite foreseen, but it was like, it seemed like a little bit more work to really get these receivers to catch the ball. But Scanley has some big ones. Okay. So you, you and I see an eye. Let's talk another about two teams heading in two different directions. Chargers at Raiders. Um Raiders coming on too late. Chargers losing momentum. I mean, do you like this Chargers team at all? What's wrong with it? Is it just injuries again? I don't. I I just don't he's know. he's done talking about this fucking team? Yeah, like, yeah I can't. Yeah. I I don't get this team.
0: Uh, the one thing that I do love with our Chiefs friends is they're like, you know, the the seventeenth year in a row that the Chargers were anointed like best team in the offseason, team to watch out for. They have all the pieces. There is something just like dysfunctional. It does. It, it's got a little bit. Well, it's not quite the same vibe, but it does have a little bit of a Lions-esque vibe, like a like a very rich man's Lions, where it's like, all right, this is it. We're getting it together. And they just can never seem to figure it out. Injuries has a lot to do with it. Um, they've had some tough injuries, but they also like, you know, I don't know if I'm out on this Brandon Staley character or not, the, the head coach of the Chargers, but. You know, we've we've had some really like questionable, you know, we've had some we've had some analytic aggression that has not bared out. You know what I mean? If we're if we're really going by analytics, you would think like every so often these would come back in your favor and they always seem to like traditionally not work out in his favor. <laughs> yeah, for it's so, just so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things where it's like they this is a game that they absolutely needed to have and they fucking couldn't get it together. So I don't know if it's like a is it like a Herbert thing? Is he like a Marino-esque, like great talent, great arm, but just like, I don't know, kind of just shit never works out for him? Like, I don't want to say he's not a winner, but
1: is he not a winner? Uh, Yeah, I mean, so they had that, you know, they had that Cardinals win 6-6, six and six, which would be devastating if the AFC west was as tough as we thought it was going to be it's not i like this raiders team i think this raiders team is going to finish this season really strong which is weird because we might have another one of those showdowns for the two spot between chargers and raiders that we had last year where you know what i mean they uh what are they fighting for and then the raiders won and got to go play tennessee because they're both that that uh week 17 game to get them in there yep uh all right, they just have to way. Uh, the last one I wanted to look at real fast, unless you had another one, was uh Saints at Box. It's just we're both Brady lovers on here. It was just nice to I liked it. Our, I liked it. I'm a not lot. gonna call her a boy, our man needed something. And they're like re- there was a little a little bit of a a swagger that I saw. Like he walked out there when they got the ball and he gave like this thumbs up. Did you see the thumbs up that he gave when they got the ball back with it? And it's just had, you know, he has to go like fucking like 48 yards or whatever. And it's just like, he's going to fucking do it. And it goes down, you know, they get the holding call after he scores the touchdown, puts him ahead. It was brutal. That
0: was a a bullshit fucking call.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, it gets the fucking, you know, uh, it's his, uh, the shortest amount of time for him to go up in a game with three seconds left on the clock.
0: Yeah, I mean, he he they were down. We If you were watching that, the whole 57 minutes of that game, they looked cook. It looked sad. Brady looked bad. It, it was depressing. It was depressing. It was very depressing. It was one of those things where I was watching and I didn't watch the whole game. I came in probably right around midway through quarter two. And just watching it, you're like, this game fucking sucks. Like, it's yeah. boring. The Saints seem not great. Not, I, I called it. You Thanks. Uh, they suck. Brady stunk. And then all of a sudden, it's like, did he? does he just like paralyze other teams to be like, I'm Tom fucking Brady, so guess what? This is going to happen. And yeah, all of a sudden, he comes like,
1: out fucking slinging it, dude. Yeah, I was just like, is he just trying to keep himself interested? He's like, here's the thing. Can I win a game in three minutes? <laughs> I'm yeah,
0: tired yeah. of taking
1: the entire, like, I'm just legit. Because it looked like, I mean, the way they were moving the ball, it looked like they could have started each possession on the eight-yard line of New Orleans and still not score touchdowns. Like they were unable to move the ball at all after the first drive. And it was just like and Brady was off and Brady was frustrated with themselves and it just with himself. And then, you know, that big pass interference flips it around. Anyway, we'll we'll all be watching Tom Brady. Lose his last game ever, hosting a playoff game, <laughs> where the your Detroit Lions walk in there. And, <laughs> we just run, we just run in there. We we who, take no, the who? goat's throat. Take Although I don't goat. feel
0: too bad for one, Mr. Tom Brady, because there's a little allegate Not allegation. That's not the right thing to say. There's a little rumor, a little who? little new love interest. And oh, good boy, Is it Jennifer oh boy, Gardner. It's not Jennifer Gardner. We missed. Damn. We missed all together. I don't know. She's a stunning model. I think she's on Instagram. Holy shit.
1: Yes. We should all not be surprised that the greatest quarterback of all time. Found himself a soft landing. (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly. Always it's
0: soft. It's supple.
1: He didn't get himself a little cookie cutter, one bedroom apartment somewhere in a cold. No sad man,
0: cave. No, 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 (laughs) no, 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 no. He's doing all right. Ah, Good for him. Um,
1: All right, perfect. All right, blow the fold. Let's talk about it. TCU goes for it in fourth down on OT. So championship game, playing K-State. Uh, yeah. I mean, just a hell of a – so 11-point comeback. What does K-State do? K-State, they throw an eye in tears. No, they muff a fumble. K-State muffs a fumble up 11 Opens the door. TCU yep. kicks the field goal. Then comes back down. Score touchdown. I mean, this quarterback for TCU doing the whole James Brown thing, cape on the shoulders, like, oh, like oh, I know, can't stop it. It was That's... a little Academy Award esque. It was just like <laughs> he was acting all winded, and it was just like, what the fuck? You don't like train for this? Like it's just yeah, know, like, right? yeah, we all watched you run twenty five yards. Like you go, he runs into on a two, and he's just like can't stand up. And I'm just like, I, I can't with this kid. I yeah, can't.
0: Yeah. Max Duggan. But, he was. He was fucking. He was. He was doing it, man. Everything's a little bit more dramatic in college. Oh um, my god! But I know. but,
1: but also set, I also was telling myself, if I have money on the opposite side. I'd be like, that's a fucking hero. That's a yeah. hero. <laughs> right. Right. Make him a statue. Uh, so just so so,
0: it's Big Twelve championship game. K yeah. uh, TCU is the third seed overall. K State, I believe, is like ten or eleven somewhere right there, and so. Mm. This is really like if TC wins, they cement their spot in the top four of the college football playoffs. It's cemented. And then they go to overtime. And overtime rules are a little bit different in college. Uh, The first OT, they start, each team starts at the 25-yard line, gets an opportunity to score, uh, and then can kick the extra point. Uh, And if you score a touchdown and the other team can't score a touchdown, you win uh, or can't match your points. If you match each other's points and you move on in the second OT, you have to go for two. If You both are tied at that. Then it's just basically two point conversions there on out. So you uh, have to
1: go for Can you still kick a field goal in second OT? Yeah. Or you have to go for a touchdown. Then you have yeah. to go for two.
0: Then, yeah. Then it's just one play, one possession, a two point conversion from OT three on.
1: Oh, OT three is just, you have to just a score two point from the, you have to score from the yep. two yard line. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. One play. One oh, wow. play.
0: Okay. yeah, exactly. So it really kind wild. of, yeah it it is it is wild, uh. And so, so,
1: Sorry, PC. let me make sure I get this right. So that's third to- overtime on what's second overtime? You can field goal or touchdown, but if you score a touchdown, you have to go for two or second correct. overtime is just the same yep. as first. You have to okay. you have to go
0: for two. Yep.
1: If you score a touchdown,
0: if you score a touchdown, correct. Okay, cool. Yep. Got it. And then so so here's the deal. So then if you win, so the coin toss is, is hugely important to win the yeah. coin toss, and and typically you want to defer them, so you go second, so you can see what they scored, right? Which mm-hmm. you need to get. Um, so K-State wins the coin toss, they defer, TCU gets the ball first. Started the 25-yard line, open up with a big run, then it's first down, then it's another run, second and six. Then, on that, they spread them out, it's a pass play, dug in again, doing his James Brown thing, comes barreling down, He's short. He's definitely short, but like
1: by an inch. I
0: think it's a little bit of a bad spot where they gave him the ball, but he is. Oh, uh, this shit
1: bothers you. Like the difference between like the one foot yard, the one foot line and the one no, yard line? It doesn't
0: it doesn't bother me. I'm just I'm yeah. I'm playing devil's advocate. Sure. Okay. Bad spot, he's short. Like there's no debate that he was in. Because Sonny Dykes even was like, I thought he was in. That's why he challenged it. He was wrong. He was short. And I think, you know. It depends. Yeah, it's definitely like a few inches. So then on third down, running back, uh, what's his name? Kendra Miller over, kind of not over the top, reaches the ball over, gets knocked loose, fumbles it. From uh, that's he's, cam, on his, he's
1: on his back stretching. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then they knock it no. loose. He recovers it. But it does look like from the aerial cam, it looks like he stretched it over the goal, but they couldn't. They couldn't confirm it from the back end camera. So there's no like pylon action or anything like that to see the ball. So they couldn't confirm it. Then in a very questionable decision, essentially this is this game. If you lose, if you lose potentially, you don't go to the college football playoffs. So rather than rather than kicking the field goal and just hoping your defense can hold them, Sonny Dykes goes, "Okay, fourth down, let's go for it. And calls exactly the same play that they just got stuffed on, essentially the same play that they just got stuffed on with a quarterback who had run like 95 yards and like
1: and let you know about
0: it. And let you know about it. Right. Right. Exactly. It's a it's a it's one of
1: the more like it's a serious questionable call. It's really okay. So here's the thing. Like TC, TCU still gets in the playoff if they miss the playoff for like that call that like that seems like a fireball offense like that and here's the big thing like to not miss so thank you for setting up the ot because that's exactly you kind of need that you got to understand how that works to actually go in this and see why it's such a terrible call and if you're watching the game k-state's offense isn't world leaders like you're not worried about it like so i think you have to take the field goal there just buckle down, stop K-State, which I would put, you know, the probability of K-State being held to a field goal or less, like I'd put that as the favorite, you know, probably like 60% chance, like 65% chance, which means like 35% chance they score a touchdown and put you out.
0: Yeah, especially the way that your defense had been playing, right? Yeah. Um, in order to get there, because you said they were down 11 to begin with, force fumble, but they got stops in that in that 11 point comeback. They got stops in that, right? Yep. So it's like trust in the defense. I know it's like we definitely always a- applaud the like aggressive calls. We uh, we applaud the aggressive play calls. And it just felt like you didn't have the momentum on that fourth down call. Now maybe it's maybe it's the play call that I disagree with more than going for it i just don't like that they we basically like basically did the same thing over again and got stuffed at the line yeah third down Yeah, I mean, third down traditionally in that third and goal that is your passing down
1: give if you know me, you're going forward on fourth
0: yeah if you know you're going forward on fourth give mm-hmm. me a uh a, uh a, you know a, a bootleg an option something where i'm moving the quarterback i'm getting a little you know disruption but just to like Hammer it up the middle and then hammer it up the middle again.
1: Yes, I think a uh, he had design. scored. Yeah, the Dugan guy, he had scored on a bootleg like down there, like on the 12 or something, or at least got like really close, like on that one drive when he was just fucking like running yeah. all over them for like yeah. the second time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's one of those things. It's like, uh, give me,
0: give me a quarterback that's dealing it, that's feeling it, letting everybody know that he's feeling it, but give me, give him a couple options. He's your, he's the guy that's gotten you there. Give him a couple options. Don't take the ball quite out of his hand on essentially two of those. But because the reason you're down at that goal line is because on second and six, he fucking almost scored. He almost yeah. put it in there getting and seeing the, and seeing the play, That's for us. you know? And so it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, that's, you know, the, that's where you gotta, you gotta feel the energy in the stadium and Sonny Dykes did not feel that terrible play call. Maybe not the worst thing going for fourth, but I mean, I think you're right. Like you miss this, like you're you're losing a a chance at the college it's, it's playoffs. Exactly,
1: yes, it's, it's college football playoffs, and the team like because of college overtime, the other team starts in field goal range. Right. I mean, I know like field kicking college field goals is it's just like you just you sealed your ticket to lose if you miss that, especially with that hanging line. Lucky they get in there. What are they? The three seed. Go to the three Michigan? seed. They're
0: playing against Michigan. Yeah. I mean, they they it's, they definitely got bailed out. I mean, I think it's. It, here's the other thing: is, is this becomes a big question for, like, if I'm if I'm the three seed and I'm twelve and zero, I'm TCU. Like, what's the fucking upside for me playing in the Big Twelve Championship game? I'm yeah. already the be- the best team. Like, yeah. you've got to like you've got to give me a reason to play in this game because USC, they didn't have a fucking reason to play again, and they got they got fucking handled. By Utah. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise for them because they would have been fucking throttled by Georgia. But for fuck's sake, it's like I don't see what the upside in this game is for me. This this meaningly like conference tournament. If I'm trying to win a title, like Pac-12 title doesn't mean shit. Because guess what? Ohio, you fell the rest, didn't win their fucking conference. Alabama didn't win their conference. Those yeah. were the like teams looking to, to fucking backdoor their way into the playoffs. So what the fuck does this even matter anymore?
1: Yeah, we'll say it, it really does. It's only going to get messier uh, in a couple of years when we expand the uh, expand the playoffs. Also, so we'll have to see what dust settles. But I'll be gambling on it and losing. It in I some love that fashion. you're. I
0: love that you're really into this this year. I feel like you're more into this than I'm trying more for years. You, buddy. Thanks, bro. I'm trying. I get Thanks, a little closer bro. each year. Get yeah, you do. Closer. You're getting more dollars.
1: And dollars. get dollars get harder to come by. All right, maps to Domus. Where does OBJ land? I say this sometimes about athletes. Okay. Maybe it's the same one. You know, we started this podcast, the whole germination of this podcast, I think was me talking about Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. We're just like, we got to get on microphones. My OBJ fatigue is through the fucking roof, brother. Can't handle this guy. Don't need to fucking see him. Don't need to hear about him. I sure as shit don't fucking need to see or hear about him if he's not catching passes. Him sure. talking about where he'd like to catch... It's even worse. He's not even talking about where he likes to catch passes. He's hint, Like, he is, like, trying to date, like, the entire NFL. Like, he is trying to hook up with all these different teams and let, yes. you know, and just look like this valuable linchpin. Like, he's just, like, this most viable free agent, which is something... Even if he was, which you not. Even if he was, I would be like, this is kind of lame. This isn't what it's all about. Like, courting all these things. Like, you know, like, it's kind of like trying to pull this NBA model. But he's not even he, fucking important. No one even yeah. knows he's healthy enough to fucking play. And this yeah. is going on. Like, go in the Mavericks game. What's your take, bro?
0: He's a free agent fuckboy. You're 100% right. 1,000%. That's it, yeah. He's, he's DMing
1: you ups to everybody out there. <laughs> Absolutely. I just hope Will- it was. With- yeah, when hoping you get a winning record, that's Hope- it. He is exactly, exactly. Looking- and that's the
0: thing is, is, he's got some bag. He's got a red flag.
1: It's in his knee. Uh, yeah, Yeah. yeah, ton of red flags. I'm just going uh, with this
0: dating analogy as much as I can. No, I, yeah, no, no, I love it. I love it, buddy. Thanks for you, you can't, can't it. take him to dinner at Thanksgiving. You can't. He's like a trophy wife.
1: He, he is. is a trophy wife. Getting more closer and into you, the more zeros on the end of that paycheck, exactly. or the more W's in that win column, then he's really interested in you. Then he's really likes the situation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then he really believes in the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh tell me more about your business. Oh, uh, where does this tool land?
0: <laughs> I don't yeah. I I mean, I really feel like I really feel like the courtship has been the strongest. Between the Cowboys and him, like they've they've definitely like, as much as he's kind of hinted at it, they've kind of reciprocated as much.
1: What do you I mean, dang? Because like- I really like the Cowboys. I feel like are the number one team, like that has the megaphone from Jerry Jones, the owner, being like very interested. And I haven't I haven't heard peep from him. That's uh, why it's so the, weird with the Cowboys. Yeah,
0: yeah, more more of the players because I don't think. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the like the tampering is it tampering rules. is there yeah, tampering, I rules? tampering. I don't know what that. Yeah, I don't know what that, that works. But like I don't Micah think so. Parsons, he's a, he's a Micah free Parsons agent, right? A, yeah, he is a free agent. So I don't know why there would be anything. But Micah Parsons has been very chattery with young Mr. Odell Beckham. Um, and just like really just like, hey, come on, come on. And it and truthfully, it does make the most sense. I mean, CeeDee Lamb is your number one. Right, so if you're in dire need, Michael Gallup kind of there, Noah Brown kind of there, Dalton Schultz, like is another another option. But like, I think here's the thing: is is like the Odell Beckham Jr. that we've seen we've we've only seen like in the last couple of seasons, just like four or five games. Like, oh, this is the Beckham that I remember. Right, we kind of saw it a little bit in the Super Bowl and in the playoffs a little bit, and you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense for the Rams here. This is a big addition. This makes them very tough. Then he goes down with an ACL tear, and we forget about him. So now you're like, all right, well, well, how good is he going to be coming back again after yet another injury? Is he going to be that explosive? Is he going to be like putting fear in the hearts of DBs on the other side? Or is it just enough to, like, keep them honest to, like, pay attention to, you know, fucking... Uh, Od, uh, you know, o, o, Odell Beckham versus like uh, CD Lamb.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, because there's definitely like, I mean, he's riding the wave of reputation, and it's almost yes. just like we kind of forget like I mean, he wasn't like a world beater last year on the Rams. I mean, he had some had some stuff, but it wasn't like, oh, this is you know, wr one territory. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think there's a little bit of just like the the attention that Cooper Cup gets also that kind of helped you know, give him. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It visitors.
0: was mutually beneficial all the way around. It, you know, you want to talk about soft landings. That was like a very soft landing for him. And in the playoffs is really where he was like the most dominant because, I mean, he was there for Cleveland and didn't have a lot of spark. Then came for the Rams and, you know, really kind of, you know, zhuzhed himself up a little bit but wasn't like, I don't know. It was really more like the playoffs. It felt like he was the most like impactful for the Rams.
1: Let me let me fire off some wide receivers, and you tell me if you take Odell Beckham Jr. or this wide receiver. Got
0: him. Okay, let's do it.
1: Waddle or Odell Beckham.
0: Jalen Waddle, Waddle, Jalen yeah. Waddle, yeah, Waddle, Waddle, uh, Waddle,
1: Waddle, waddle um, Higgins or Odell Beckham. T Higgins or o-
0: yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm like saying their first names are like. Am I? We're not talking about Rashard Higgins. We're <laughs> talking about
1: T Higgins. Okay. Yes, <laughs> T Higgins. Yes, yeah. T. Higgins. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Adam Thielen or Odell Beckham Jr.
0: I okay, go, so you, I'm going with I'm going with Thielen just for wow, okay. injury history.
1: So you have him kind of bottom side WR two.
0: Yes, low end, low end two. Like poss- he's, possibly,
1: he's, possibly, like third or like a slot on a strong enough team.
0: Yes. He makes me feel the most excited on like a Bills team where you've got Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, and then an Odell Beckham just kind of doing stuff over the middle, just being like spunky and peppy.
1: Yeah, just kind of fucking up your coverage where you got to be like, oh shit, like we're supposed to do, kind of not prep for this. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yep. Uh, Which is weird because, it, I mean, the Chiefs are lousy with like, (laughs) you know, top tier three wide receivers you know bottom would would Odell Beckham jr feels like he'd be a fit there or is it just I do have them I do have them as a fit
0: yeah I I have I have Cowboys Chiefs Bills is my one two three yeah um Okay. just because just because I really think like he's he would be there again attention getter uh but but the Chiefs right they would have to be like the most like hey this would be a good interesting fit with Juju with because I, I looked at their targets. So number one, obviously, in targets, Travis Kelsey, 108. He's sixth in the league in targets, 72 catches. Juju Smith-Schuster, 71 targets, 52 catches. MVS, 58 Stanley. targets, 33 catches. McKinnon, he's their fourth leader in targets at 42. So there's like a, no other teams in that. Cowboys or Bills has a running back in, in the top four. So he feels like he's the most natural fit in like a third, you know, amalgamation of wide receiver. Cause I don't think Kadarius Tony is going to be it for him. M- Nicole Hardman has been injured and dinged up. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think this gives us yeah. a, like an insurance in some way, shape or form. And like, and like we said, like a competent, like knows how to play wide receiver, but it's going to be somebody that just could like mess stuff up over the middle.
1: Yeah. Okay. I like Dallas. I'm going with Dallas real fast though. I want to throw this. What about the Tennessee Titans?
0: I was thinking about them too, but I didn't know if it's, that's a great situation for him. Soft division, but like is Tannehill, are they going to be a winner enough to like really push them over the edge?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what, I just don't think it's flashy enough for him, you know. Yes. Like I just think it's like the Cowboys seem like just kind of like that right fit on that level. But it seems I always like, think like
0: Giants might be more of like a well, this is more of a coming home. Like I might be able to make a splash here. Yeah, on the Giants. Like Tennessee just feels like a free agent signing where where free
1: agency signings go to die. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. i he's just like I have made a huge mistake. Um. All right, let's uh let's answer a couple emails. Ooh. I got this. So I'm going to quiz you a little bit on this one. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm here to work. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Let Where me did sit it, up. Didn't I download that? Download it. Um. I totally downloaded it. It was an email. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, wait. I can just pull the email up. Let's ask you this one first. Okay. There's lots of different personalities in pro sports. You've got super jerks. You've got humble. You've got franchise trained robots, selfish players. The list goes on. There are a ton of factors which create these personalities, money, playing time, games if you were a pro superstar what type of personality do you think you would develop into what current superstar has the personality that you appreciate in a person interesting um what
0: superstar attitude would i have so so much is shaped by the media's perception right yeah i mean that's that's really what it is when I I, think, I feel like I'd play nice with the media so I get a little bit of a a break uh, on those 50-50 calls. Mm.
1: Wait, on the 50-50 calls from the media? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. Like I if I if I said something one way, they they'd yeah. definitely spin it to like a, a favorite, a favorite for me. Right? Yeah. Am, am I being too forward in this? Do you think that, that <laughs> would be right? No, 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 no. I like Yeah. Um so I think like I think I would be I definitely think I, you know what, you know, what, this might be a little bit of an old school one, but I think I might get a little bit Dan Marino in the, in the business where people really liked me. But I think I might get a little fucking, I might get a little, uh, you just cut me off in the parking lot of Martins and now I'm going to get yeah. a little pissed off and rip the like chin strap down. I might go that okay. direction. I might okay, do the, so you... the, sa- the same where you were seen that video where he's doing like a promo and the guy's yeah. like, Oh, you flubbed it a little bit. He's like, not a flub. Didn't flub it. Nope. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> You guy's like, yeah. "Do you want to listen to it? Fuck it! It's a rap. Done.
1: Gone." <laughs> that might be me a little bit. All right, so closet dickhead.
0: Yeah, yeah, closet. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: like we don't find out until like twenty years later, and it's just like, right? I know, spaz. Like the,
0: I've got spazzes in me. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's good. Um, I definitely, I would be. I think it would be hard on the sleeve. Like, I definitely think, like, I would have like a little. I think i come in there like, not hide it and take a little pride in not hiding it and just kind of go off and just, like, be, like, let the chips fall where the may Like, that's where it is. But really, you know, you see the heart. And you bring the heart out there.
0: Mm-hmm. I like <laughs> it. I was going to go Mickey Mantle, right? Like, legendary party
1: <laughs> by night shows up. Yeah, touches. or that. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> just gets it done. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, I remember, like, I, I grew a little respect for – um. Derek Carr, like, when he gave that interview, and he just, like, talked about being a Raider, and he was, like, tearing up a little bit, and you could tell, like, losing him was, like, really fucking with him. Like, I'd be down that lane. But it's, like, personalities, like, right now, like, you know, I always love Brandon Jennings. I mean, I love people that are just, like, have a little bit of not, let's not take this too seriously. Like, I think, like, I'm kind of obsessed right now with Nick Bosa interviews, like, he cracks me up <laughs> like just his overall yeah, vibe. Was, I mean yeah, he's, I like that. He got a little childlike vibe. Um I think Anthony Edwards on uh on Timberwolves. The, t- Timberwolves, like like in his interviews and just his general like or a lot. And then Mike McDaniel McDaniels right now is in my fucking top spot. Yes,
0: like, Mike mcdaniel Dork
1: cracks wise, like just always up <laughs> there, just like there's one line just absolutely hysterical. Yeah. Like I I would hope to be that. But you have to be to be that funny like you have to be good because you have to back it up because if you just come off like you don't give a shit then that's that's a problem.
0: This is great this is great thing because you're absolutely right. That is the secret to the success of Mc, McDaniels personality because if he doesn't have the goods he can't sit there and make those jokes. Because yeah. what's going to happen is you're going to get the Steve Kerr, Chris Paul effect where they're going to be like, ha, ha, ha. And then be like this fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're going to get that. Yeah. And And uh, yeah. Wait, is, so, that, is that what
1: that meme is? That's Chris Paul making fun of Steve
0: Kerr? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because Chris Paul, they were like arguing and Chris Paul like looked over at Steve Kerr and Steve Kerr was like, uh, like that. And he was like, and then was just like fucking dickhead. Like it's great. It's 100%. It's such a dig on Steve Kerr. It's, a, it's awesome.
1: <laughs> Pro that. Um, All right, Neapolitan Showdown brings us to the jam.
0: So let's leave
2: it alone Because we can't see eye to eye
1: All right, from emailer of the podcast and Stacey, who's been on the podcast too. They put their heads together. This is what they came up with. Put their heads together. <laughs> I like it. Um, worst question to be asked on a first date. You gotta put yourself back in that single single mind head state, bro. Yeah. yeah. I know it's been been a grip, been a beat. Right, my it's first, been...
0: my first, my first one is it's a concept. Is it, does your wife know you're here? That...
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, all mine are up this up this alley. Right. Um. All right. My my number three spot. I I kind of have a tie right here. Okay. Would be. Hey, how much money do you make? Or would you be open to co-signing on this lease? with <laughs> me. Co-signing on the lease.
0: Yeah. That's okay, very good. Spot. Yeah. My number three would be, uh, yeah. hey, is it cool if my boyfriend Troy stops by?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's on my list. Yeah, yep. shit, that's my that's my number one was. Would it be okay if my husband joined us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, what do you got in the two?
0: My number two, yeah. Um, so, what time should my dad pick me up? <laughs> <laughs>
1: We should have role played these. I, I think was thinking that I wanted to. It. Damn it! I, I wanted know. To Let's think about I got. I got some, some
0: on the console bracket.
1: I got. Okay, we'll we'll do. Um, uh, we'll do it on the console bracket. And it's just uh, my two slot. Uh, can I post this picture of us on Instagram to make my ex jealous?
0: Ooh, that's a good one. I like that one. Very yeah, good. A, Very good.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. That's bringing a little funk. That I'm not over that last thing. I don't know if you've been in a relationship with someone that brings in a funk without over the last thing, but. Not easy to clear out. Takes a little bit more than opening up a couple windows for that to move on. Starting a relationship where you're like in second place automatically is a tough hang. Yes, an exactly. overlooked tough hang.
0: Um. So that's very good. My number one. Uh, will you subscribe to my OnlyFans? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I. You know, I don't hate you. I'm going to give myself the victory. Those okay. are good. We lined up. So I'm going give- to like it. Because I don't hate that will you subscribe to my only because you that's set the table. you know what kind of gal you're bringing home like
0: yes, true true but if so you but if you're in the if you're in the mode for like dating like if you're in the mode for dating, like yeah. do you really want to know that this girl is fucking on camera first guy I mean maybe it's good first first round out first action out
1: sure yeah it's like one of those things i remember in college i was just like oh look i'd love to do- date a porn star and I, like i never got that i'm just like mm, not my speed no i'd like to hang
0: out with a porn star i don't know if i'd like to right. date a porn star that's the thing yeah. that's like crazy like emotionally like you hear about like a lot of like open relationships now like that's like a very big thing that i've i've been reading online it's definitely not Mrs. The commission eyes speed
1: has <laughs> been having lots of meetings about it. Yeah, no, exactly. It's but like, it's I don't think things... we should cover this on the pod.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a bridge too far, but it's <laughs> one of those things. that's like, I know myself, I would not be that cool to be like that free with my partner. If, if I did, if I cared about them, if I don't think I cared about them, but then I don't know, like I would just be seeing other people. It wouldn't be like, whatever. So, you know what I mean? It's like, but if we were like, Oh, this is my wife and we have an open relationship it's like what the fuck? Like, how can you do that? I don't understand this. And maybe, yeah, I'm, maybe be, I'm just too prude, and and it's maybe it's a total me thing. And if you're, you're, not a you're scorer, bro, yeah, you're fucking, I think you're I am wild. You know, you're totally you wild. wild guy.
1: I'm gonna go yeah, to bed at eleven thirty. That's oh, how wild I am. Open mind, with that Yeah, I think it's all like with that open relationship things. I think it's yeah. I've I've never been married. Like, what I would have to get the details. But I think it's like whatever. I think it's hard to change midstream. I think whatever you started out as whatever the alignment was the agreement how you guys pictured relationships I think it's really hard to get halfway in a relationship and be like uh here's a new constitutional relationship or like here's a new <laughs> thing I'm thinking or like here's a new right. fucking angle I'd like to take and it's just like this is kind of, something completely different like you know like I sat down for this meal and all of a sudden it's just like now nah, this is coming in like this doesn't make any sense so I think I think that's where all that kind of yeah open to me, like, it just be like, because usually it seems like someone has the idea. Let's get into, it may be after dark territory. It might be. Yeah, it's exactly Same,
0: right there. So um, Someone else has the idea, right? And they've been holding on. No, yeah,
1: because okay. it's also, it, it, is, it puts the other person in an awkward position, right? Because they're just like, they either have, to, you know, they want to support their partner or whatever, or like want them free to have ideas or like come to them with anything. Because, you know, it's, it's a relationship and, you know, you're just trying to keep honest and know what's going on in the other person's head and Keep it intimate and close. and It's just like they come to this with idea and it's just like, well, you know, I want to be support- even if I don't want to do that, like I want to be supportive. I want you to share shit with me. But it's also sure. like, maybe that kind of hurts my feelings now like I'm acting like I'm fucking going with it. And now like I'm kind of like pot committed through no fault of my own, because you're kind of wanting to shift what we have. So it does seem kind of, I think it's a little unfair for the person in the relationship to kind of, I mean, each relationship, and this is kind of contradicting itself, because each relationship should, you know, it has its own set of rules, it has its own sure. ways to communicate. But to me, i just like on a in a vacuum, it seems like that would be the really tough putt is someone kind of being like, hey, I want to revamp how we're doing this entire thing. And the other person yeah. has to be like, well, I kind of don't want to do that. But then also, like, I kind of feel like the asshole.
0: yeah yeah, exactly exactly right i think you nailed it and that's the thing is is the assess so then but then that's a pretty big risk for the other person to immediately come out and be like well this is my thing now like just so you know like and that's that's a pretty tough thing you know now i guess i'm arguing for the person that i would not totally like be with but i guess it would be and how do you even like learn that about yourself you know what i'm saying like into me is such a thing that's like usually it's like one-on-one like you don't yeah. wake up you're not like 14 years old and be like god I can't wait to get into orgies <laughs> like you know what I mean like that doesn't happen you know what yeah, I mean but, so you got to yeah. you got to graduate yourself so how do you learn that balance the like the norms of like well this is what we do we pair up and we see if we fit for the long term now you're just like no man I'm fucking I want to I want a sample platter every time I go out to dinner like yeah. when I'm ordering appetizers, it's sampler platter city. <laughs> right, yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe
1: start with that. That's how you just test the water. like you just go out to Applebee's and you're just like, bring all the appetizers because I'm into trying everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe yeah, that's what it picks it is. up it's on like, that. Yeah. No
0: entrees for you. Like, no, 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 no.
1: I'm a tapas guy. This is me. All, <laughs> all the time. tapas, all Small
0: tapas. plates, sometimes large plates. Yeah.
1: I'll always always
0: order this tapas. I will have this tapas
1: no matter what. Always. This tapas exactly. is a staple.
0: The, this this is the one when i get the doggy bag i'm putting this one up and it's riding in the car with me taking it home, with me taking yeah. it home and i'll always finish maybe leftovers. then touch it
1: it'll always be their staple exactly it
0: is my favorite it's my one v one or my 1.1. look at that
1: look at that there we, you just guys solved, go. we just solved intimacy fuck relationship advice what's up just people hold each other right now just weeping tell each other things they haven't been able to tell each other in decades you're welcome podcast listeners never know what you're gonna get But you know what you're going to get at the end? And that's our MVPs on this episode 245. Guys, thanks for listening. You got an email. Shoot us one at mapsportspodcasts at gmail.com. You too can have your Neapolitan Showdown featured. We'll break it down. Also, pop on here. Someone hits up on the text thread. They want to watch an old movie? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, An old guest. Let's get them on here. Watch watch that old-ass movie. Figure it out. All right, my MVP of the week, give it to my boy, Tom Brady. Nice. I love a good, I love a good life's breaking my way. Tom Brady sounds like there's just new love in his life, mm. throwing less Microsoft touch pads. I think he has to contractually, but he just took care of the fourth quarter, got the comeback of his career. A little spark. I like when this guy's happy. The world's better when Tom Brady's happy. That's that. That, that. Um,
0: I'm going to go with one, Mr. Brandana. Look at Whoa. you. Yes. The day after Halloween, folks. No. A fucking tour de force, a big, <laughs> a big movie coming out at uh, the Smodcast Film Festival. Good on you, sir. Proud Thanks, bro. guy. Nice. Yeah, did go check the, it out. Did you win the Palm d'Or or whatever the Smodcast oh, equivalent is?
1: Oh, you know, they do have that award. No, I did not win it. Mm. Or you should have. <laughs> you should I should have. tour de force. Hard.
0: Let's talk to Kevin Smith. Get him on the podcast. Say, what's your fucking deal, That's bro? Good. All right, you chance, bro. I'll, I'll try to get him on the spot. I'll, I'll chat about you yes You you get him on the pod I'll fucking
1: sandbag It's
0: come right out <laughs> Set of the gate up. Be like, this is bullshit. Set up. You Yeah I'll fucking them knock them
1: down Exactly <laughs> uh thanks for listening Guys you know where to find us episode 245 Always love having you on here I am Brandana Why don't you sign yourself off most awesome
0: Audience you found yourself in a Throdpole which is with Me you And most uh, Brandana Fuck I fucked it up